All right, you've got some shopping days left before this weekend. And let me just say, it is my personal belief that you can never go wrong giving a book. I love picking a book to give someone as a gift. And there are so many great choices this year, but we're going to help you make those decisions. We have brought in an expert to do that. Amanda Gauthier is a director of print at Indigo and is with us now. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Now, I know you probably read a lot of books. How many would you say you read in a year? Oh, in a year. Goodness, probably 150. No. Yes. How? Where do you, how do you do that? How do you read so many books? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's part of my job. So I read as many as I can throughout the week. I have a living room book. I have a bedroom book. I have a transit book. I have a lunchtime book. We're just always, always reading. I am so jealous. I'm going to hit 45 this year. That's my goal. And I thought That's that was pretty huge. impressive. Is That's it? You just deal. said 150. <laughs> You have another job. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I'd like your job, but still, that's another topic. So, um, but let's talk about some of your favorites this year. Um, there are some amazing books out right now. Do you have some recommendations for us? We have such a great collection this year that it was actually really difficult to narrow it down. Uh, but I'm going to start with some real favorites of mine. So. Uh, a treasured, treasured storyteller, a Canadian storyteller that we just love and the perfect gift for the fiction lover. Um, this year, Wabgashi Rice's new book, Moon of the Turning Leaves, is incredible. Um, it can be read as a standalone book, but it is even more wonderful if you pair it with the first installment, uh, which was kind of a, an apocalyptic, yet really gorgeous book called uh, Moon of the Turning Leaves. He has an incredible eye for detail. It's incredibly hopeful. He weaves an incredible story of characters and storylines and twists. It is just a delight and you will not go wrong. It is really, truly unputdownable. So for the fiction lover, you cannot go wrong. Moon of the Turning Leaves. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Moon of the Turning Leaves. I have seen this book everywhere. I know yeah. it's front and center at Indigo every time I go in there and I go in there a lot. Uh, it's always sitting right there. Is this the kind of book that you think you can give to anyone and just say, hey, check this out? Totally. As you know, there's something about his capacity for storytelling. It really opens up in a cinematic way and you are just lifted right off the page from the first page you are invested in these characters and he is one he's a canadian treasure if you haven't read him before um this indigenous storyteller is just an absolute canon to have on your shelf all right wabgashig rice moon of the turning leaves now what about for music lovers out there oh i have the best one so getty lee put out a memoir getty lee of course from the band rush um, so definitely for music lovers, but it's actually just so beautifully written that you are going to find yourself sharing pieces of his story with your family and friends over dinner, over drinks. He shares not just like the intimate details of his friendship with his bandmates, but man, the portrait that he paints of his parents who are survivors of the Holocaust, a teen immigrant with uh, all kinds of ambition, trying to look for his place to belong in Canada and how music really became his refuge. Uh, it is an incredible legacy that we have his story as part of Canada's storytelling. And man, he is a great storyteller. I have heard nothing but rave reviews. Even if you aren't a huge fan of Rush or, you know, yeah. you didn't maybe know a lot about it, this is a fascinating story. It's so Canadian too, isn't it? 
Isn't it incredible? And the way he describes kind of high school and meeting with those bandmates and the connection they have and the access that, you know, a generous parent gave them to a garage and the tolerance they had for these yahoos. It really is charming. And his parents' story is just it's just beautiful. It's really moving. It is. It's called My and Life by Getty My Lee. Also, life, great title. Is, yes. Great title. <laughs> now, I love a good thriller. Whenever I just need something, a quick pick-me-up to read or just something to get into, I love a good thriller. So what about that? So we're seeing something really interesting with thrillers. Uh, and, and customers are coming and readers are really looking for a little bit more coziness in their thrillers. So it's a really interesting movement back towards maybe a little bit more traditional mystery. And there is not a better writer in Canada than Nita Prose for a mystery writer. So her first book, The Maid, came out last year and it was a runaway hit. Uh, a great whodunit. Yeah, I liked fantastic it. Fantastic story about a mystery solving uh, maid that works in a five-star hotel named Molly. And so it is just one of those like curl up and read books that you need on a winter evening. It will charm you. The mystery has lots of twists and turns. Uh, The characters are really lovely. Uh, And there's something about that kind of thriller page turner where you're wanting to find out the answer that just keeps you not looking Mm, at your phone, not getting distracted. It's really perfect. That is my favorite feeling when I'm reading a book, right? We're just (laughs) leave me alone. Let me finish this book. Uh, That's The Mystery Guest by Nita Prose. Now, what about cookbooks? I love giving away a cookbook. My favorite this year, hands down, is Mary Berg's newest cookbook. I don't know how she had time now that she's, you know, hosting all kinds of people. She's got a big, big life. But this book Um, Her book, In Mary's Kitchen, really is that you feel like you've got a stool at the counter in her kitchen. It's like having a trusted friend in the kitchen with you. She just chats with you and talks through recipes and makes everything seem possible. Um, The recipes uh, are really well tested. Are they? Uh, I'm always skeptical about it. It's hard sometimes with some books. You read this and you go, did they actually test this recipe? Well, and sometimes you get, you know, into the delusion that that TikTok 30-second recipe is enough information for you to deliver what they (laughs) delivered. And the truth is it's not. And there's something really wonderful, the fact that she's Canadian. When you watch how the recipes move throughout the year, she's in tune with what produce and what vegetables are available to us, you know, what are in our grocery stores, uh, the type of celebrations that we have. It's a really lovely gift for somebody who needs weeknights to be a little bit easier and maybe weekends to be a little tastier. It is, uh, it's the perfect book. Oh, who doesn't need that? In Mary's Kitchen by Mary Berg. Great cookbook recommendation. Now, what about something for perhaps the teenagers or the young adults in the family? Not the easiest people to buy for. No. (laughs) Not the easiest. Uh, But they are passionate readers. And what we've learned Uh, is that teens don't want a new book. They want a new series. They want something that's going to sustain them. They want to get into this world building. They want something that's going to have, you know, book one, two, and three all the way to keep them them in their books. And so a staff favorite this year is The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. And it's for good reason. It will not disappoint the teen on your list. It really is really fun. It's the first of three. And there's a surprise inheritance uh, that comes with a big kind of creepy home that has full of like 
tons of secret passages and untrustworthy characters and friendships that will last throughout the series of the book. So The Inheritance Games, great new series, perfect for the team. All right. Jennifer Lynn Barnes is the author of that. And very, very quickly here, Amanda, Neil Gaiman, you can't go wrong, right? Oh, my goodness. He there isn't a segment of the population he can't write for. Uh, He has a book for kids. Uh, uh, what you need to stay warm. It's really a gorgeous invitation to remember that sometimes the world feels scary. Sometimes it feels overwhelming. But the first step is just to look for connection and to stay warm and all of the things uh, that make us warm in our lives. It's uh, something that the adults who are reading it will love as much as the kids. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for these recommendations. Anytime. Please read more. Have a great (laughs) reading holiday.